There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Andrew McKenna from Talkspot. We're out in Sri Lanka covering the England cricket tour, as well as exclusive live ball-by-ball coverage of the Test series. Talksport are also giving you a podcast. It's published daily. It's called Following On and covers all the news and views around the tour. It's full of player interviews, reaction and analysis from Talksport's team of experts, including Darren Goff, Jared Kimber and Matt Pryor. Oh yeah, and also some of me. We'll be rounding up each day of action from the test matches, plus the news from all the other days on tour. You can subscribe now by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your favourite podcast app. Search for the Following On Cricket Podcast, subscribe now and never miss a show. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, you're going to hear from Martin Kellner as always he had a look at a week of sport on TV and non-sport and uh, we, we talked about a new film about the Corinthian casuals yeah uh, which we have a tiny little involvement in yeah and, uh, that was a good chat with Chris wasn't it yeah Chris will be here from Corinthian casuals telling us a story and you can watch the documentary tomorrow night so yeah a bit of nonsense from us I'm yeah sure. of course yeah. yeah here it is <laughs> very much once again to Stephanie Moore and her team yeah. for the Bobby Moore Sports Quiz. It, Fantastic. What a tremendous evening it is. She's raised £25 million pounds now for, for, for a Bowel great cancer, cause. Yeah. And, and, they, they've made and the survival such... rates, again, oh, the survival tremendous. rates have, in, have improved so much uh, Absolutely. over the years. I mean, they're still high than we'd all want them to be, but... Uh, the work and the money they've raised has made a, a real difference, and uh, it's always it's always a top night, isn't it? It is good fun, good quiz. There's a couple of dodgy questions there, a bit of controversy, oh, yeah, a couple yeah, of controversial they're... questions. Yes, they were really. Uh, I, Robbie I... Robbie Savage kicked off about one of them, but he was right. <laughs> he was. He was technically he right. Technically right. Yeah, and yeah, people yeah. take it seriously, very mm. seriously. And because uh, Sean Custis of uh, the Sun was with us, he got quite cross with you, Paul. You got the uh, Ray Wilkins, not the Ray. No, no, Wilkins, no, no, sorry, Ray, the Jimmy Greaves. Jimmy question. Greaves question wrong. Yeah. yeah, I just you know sometimes you do. I had a bad night, folks. You've ever done a quiz? And normally, you're, I'm not. You know, I'm not brilliant. I'm not. Hey, I'm not going to be in the chase. I'm all right, generally. I'm all right, generally at a sports quiz. But um, I had a mare last night. I don't mm. know what it was. It's a couple of glasses of wine. Your reaction slowed down. It's against the clock, isn't it? It's sort of ten yeah, seconds. Of counting I also did uh, a couple of stupid answers afterwards. I thought that was ridiculous. It's the pressure. But I think we finished in the end about fourteenth. And considering there's, yeah. you know. 
the trouble is uh, our, our gaffer booked the table for us mm. and he put our name most people have kind of punny names but mm. he put talk sport on there yeah so I think we were yeah so they, once <laughs> you know you were, well, you were named in shame for not winning it really <laughs> and uh, yeah so they, they, I was sitting next to Barman Dave who's always very entertaining he's, he is one uh, of our uh, executive, executive producers, producers here you, you'll probably know many of the legendary stories <laughs> from the Cheltenham Festival yeah Dave just did his usual he always yeah, does at Cheltenham fine 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 chatting 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 yeah. Slurring. slurring, 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 Thunderbird puppet collapse, fall asleep, <laughs> fall asleep at the table. That's it. Yeah, it was that's, that's when he one. did finally wake up, apparently he kept calling Clive Tilsley Ray, Ray Stubbs. He did. He, he was. Yeah, he kept saying, "Hello, Ray. How are you, Ray?" So uh, Clive took it well. Though. He's a good he man. did. And uh, I was quite fascinated. Social media Jamie was on our table. Yeah, and uh, he was wearing a white shirt, but. As the meal progressed, it was stretching and stretching. I never noticed that. I thought, I thought the buttons were going to go flying off everybody in the face. <laughs> I never, I not noticed well, that. You know, there we go. So, I you're Jesus. lethal, you are. I am. Aren't you and, really? <laughs> and, of course, Natalie Sawyer was there, part of the team here at TalkSport, and, of course, part of the uh, Question Masters, one of the Question Masters. And her, she was with her dad. Who, yeah, who you uh, know, don't well, you? Well, I know, uh, because Natalie went to school with my kids, and... Uh, <laughs> Probably shouldn't admit that, and yeah. uh, and uh, there he was, Brian, and uh, we, of course we appeared on stage together. You did, that's oh right. yeah, what a great comedy double act we were. Oh, that's right, you were, yeah, yeah, you appeared on stage with Natalie's dad. Yeah, in what context? Tell us again. In the uh, panto that the kids, uh, the parents used to put on for the kids. Okay. At the school. Did you write it? I wrote it one year, yeah. Wow, what about that? Yeah, it was sensational. It was full of Can you remember of any of it? No, of course not. I bet it was very much of its time. I bet it wouldn't pass the uh, <laughs> the test these days. Pa- Many of the gags, I think, were very much of the 70s, weren't they? Say, a bit like my one well, to Bob earlier on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was. So that it was, was a good uh, night. So thank you, all, everybody. All good. Yeah. Mm. So that was fun. Yeah. And uh, you're right. The uh, the Boca game is building up there. I'm getting lots of uh, stuff from it. I mean, it is. It's the. It just. I mean, we talked. heard last week from Australia about the race that takes over the nation. But yeah. this really is the match that stops the nation. The, the, the listeners don't know. This is the effectively the Champions League finals. If it were mm. being played as a Manchester derby, a North London derby, uh, yeah. uh, or whatever, Liverpool Everton, you get the idea. Merseyside derby. It's huge. It's the two big Buenos mm. Aires clubs playing in a Champions League final and it's the first time it's happened in 58 years of the competition and yeah they, they don't get on I think it's fair well, it's fairly top one city. club came out of the other club so yeah. one, you know one club moved from the, the poor area to the one club's in the richer area of Buenos Aires other club's in the poor area it's working class against middle class and wow. upper class it's a Presidents are involved. It's, it's the a, Pope's got involved. The Pope's got involved. Yeah. Um, these, I've been telling you about all these Jewish fans that have been complaining because they won't be able to watch the game. And some of them have actually taken the trouble to fly to Europe today. Really? Yeah, so that they can watch the game here in Europe after the Sabbath is out. Because wow, <laughs> here the game's going to be on at 8 o'clock. Blimey. <laughs> that is mad, isn't it? That, yeah. That um, is commitment. Builders are refusing to work. Weddings have been postponed. One wedding's been moved to a church nearer the stadium. <laughs> so the guests can get to the sort of wedding after the game. Are they River or Bocca fans? Bocca fans. They're Bocca fans. So she'll be in a kind of blue and yellow dress. Well, she, she'll have no choice in the matter. <laughs> anyway, I think people, you know, if you've never seen it before, it's it'll be worth a watch. It it's will be. free. It, I mean, as so, you said, the quality generally of the, the players oh, yeah, isn't... Forget about the football. Yeah. Be, <laughs> the football will be, be terrible. Be rubbish. It'll be just a kicking Because it's also, it's, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. It's if you've never seen the tension. level of... If you've ever watched Eric Lamella play and think, blimey, He's a bit violent, isn't he? Well, <laughs> basically, he's he's a big softy when it comes to eyes. The sort of tackles you'll see, sort of neck, terrible neck-high tackles, mm. and a guy gets sent off. 
or even if he just gets booked, which he often will, they they, they go time, mad at the ref. Last I mean, time they met in the uh, in the sorry for in the yeah. semi final. Mm. Is it, which is as near as they've got to this playing in the final yeah. uh, they were playing at the Bombonera Bocca's home stadium yeah. and River were waiting to come out in the second half and yeah. a Bocca fan threw a tear gas canister into the tunnel I mean what on earth he was thinking would happen I don't yeah. know of course the River players were overcome with tears and, and couldn't play and refused to play and rightfully so yeah. and were awarded the game 3-0 wow. so Something will happen well, tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, you may recall, actually, it's four years ago we've just discovered that Chris Watney came in and saw us from Corinthian Casuals and told us about a plan to uh, head to Sao Paulo in Brazil to play against Corinthians Paulista, the club they spawned, uh, really. We'll tell you more about that story in a moment. Um, well, it took a while for it to happen, but it did happen, and they recorded it in a new documentary you can see on BT sport uh, tomorrow night and Chris has rejoined us good to see you again hello yeah it's it's a, it, it took maybe a little bit longer than you'd hoped to reach the screen but uh, tomorrow night we can watch the full uh, 90 minute documentary yeah it's taken us five years to to get to this point um a film commemorating those who fell in the first world war has taken longer than the first world war oh. to, to fight so um it has been a bit of a slog but um mm. it's been it's been an amazing journey Absolutely incredible. You're, you're, and we should talk a bit about that before we come on to the trip to, to Brazil. The, the other, one of the other themes of, of the documentary is that your club lost 106 men during the Great War, didn't they? Yeah, it's, um, it, it's something that we've kind of discovered as, as the film has gone along. We've obviously done more and more research. And there's an amazing historian at the club called Lou Walker who's, who's found these amazing stories of these poor guys who, who lost their lives in the battle. And they lost 106 men because the club, its, its roots were in the, the public school boys, the Oxbridge University the graduates. Officer, officer class. The officer yeah. class. And in the First World War, trench warfare, they were the ones who were meant to lead their men uh, over the top. And so that's why the club were decimated in the battles. Mm. And you went, you went to, uh, to the, uh, the war graves, didn't you? In France yeah, and Belgium. absolutely. The story of the film is that the great Corinthian club, the, the side credited with popularising football around the world uh, at the start of the 20th century, they were going to Brazil in 1914 when they were still at sea when they discovered that the war had broken out. So they returned home, joined the army immediately, and they, they obviously lost a record number of men in the battle. And so we thought we would take the club back, the modern guys of the club, Corinthian casuals, back to play the matches that never happened 100 years ago. Mm. And then we ended it with uh, going to the Somme and laying reefs at the graves of the, of the great Corinthians. Now, the club, <coughs> Corinthians, uh, Paulista in, in São Paulo, they were founded in 1910 by five railway workers uh, inspired by uh, your club, Corinthian casuals. So... Were these guys that had worked or played for the club, or what was their link directly, the guys that ultimately well, founded it? what happened was there was a, a chap called Charles Miller, mm. and he played for Corinthians when we went down to play Hampshire. And we played Hampshire, but we only had 10 men. And so a school teacher said, why don't you use this young lad? And it was Charles Miller. And he was half Brazilian. And when he went home to Brazil soon after, the Corinthians gave him two footballs, and it was with those balls that he is said to have introduced football to the the country of Brazil. Wow. Hmm. When we went to Sao Paulo to play matches, he asked us to play against his side. And after that match, these five railway workers in the crowd were so inspired by how amazing the Corinthians were that they wanted to start their own club. And it was Charles Miller again who suggested to them, why don't you call it Corinthians after the Englishman? So that's how, and they, they added an S on the end to sort of differentiate it. So their sporting club, Corinthians Paulista. Uh, reading here, though, I was, didn't realise this, and I probably should have done that. You, a lot of this was inspired by the fact the club was in quite 
financial difficulties. Absolutely. I, I've been a member of the club since 1999, and that's how I have got to know the story. Mm. And around 2013, the, the chairman said to me, you know, it's, it's tough times. We're really struggling to pay the bills. We, we might have to look at what we do in the future. And I primarily I'm a filmmaker. Uh, we're all amateurs at Corinthian Casuals. Uh, we've all got other jobs. And I said, well, look, can I try and make a film to tell the world the story before it's too late? Because we've got to get it out there. Yeah. And that's how the whole project began. You were really embraced, weren't you, by the Corinthians fans. They're kind of, like a lot of fans in South Africa, they're kind of fanatical and uh, there's some great footage of, yeah. of them at games. But they completely embrace you. They loved the history. They loved the fact that from your kind of, their humble beginnings was all about, yeah. about you guys. Yeah, I, I, I think it's something which we don't, we kind of take for granted because obviously football started here and we kind of take it all for granted. But... Across in Brazil, certainly, the Corinthian story is amazingly held dear to people's hearts. Mm. And uh, it, was, it was incredible. We, we turned up at the airport and there were scenes as if it was the Beatles arriving. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, that's in the film where you know, our star striker, Jamie Byatt, who become a front page story in Brazil, was getting thrown up in the air by fans <laughs> chanting his name. <laughs> And you think, well, hang on, he's, he's a scaffolder from Tooting. <laughs> um, this, is, this is quite extraordinary. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, it was, it was absolutely amazing. And it was, it was um, quite humbling how they do hold that history so close to their hearts. 30,000 people turned We're not going to give the score away. People need to watch the programme. <laughs> mm. 30,000 people turned up to watch the match. And what's the, what's the average Corinthian casuals crowd, would you say? Um, I'd say probably about 130. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so some of the boys, you can see, they look pretty awestruck when they, yeah. when they go out there in the, in the lineups before the game. Absolutely. We, we uh, had two national TV stations in Brazil televise it. And uh, we had <laughs> our manager, Matt Howard, who, who drives a cab in London up against Chiche, the Brazilian national team manager as he is today, mm. um, playing this incredible match of, of amateurs from England against World Cup stars in Brazil. It was, yeah, I mean, it's all in the film and it's, um, it's, it, yeah, it's incredible to watch. If, yeah. if people don't know, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners do, but the, the penalty myth thing is always a good thing about the Corinthians. It doesn't apply today. but Especially in light of what happened on Wednesday, yes. the City game. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, that was the Corinthian spirit. Yeah. Explain to people what that is. Well, the Corinthian spirit, that sense of British fair play and sportsmanship, um, that came from our goalkeeper who died at the Battle of Somme um, called Thomas Rowlandson. And he used to step aside for penalties and he refused to, to face a penalty because it was their belief as sportsmen that the intentional foul rule of a penalty was completely against what they thought football should be played. Mm. Yeah, they, they believed that it was impossible for a sportsman to, to have an intentional foul. And so they refused to even accept it as a rule and used to stand aside for penalties. Um, and they also used to kick their own penalties wide. And that became the Corinthian spirit of this real sense of sportsmanship and fair play. Now, these days, though, if you want to play, what happens if he dives and the opposition are going, that's not very Corinthian, is it? <laughs> I know. I, I suppose know. that's the trouble, yeah. It's always a stick to beat you with, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Mickey and Alex Stewart, they've got an association with the club, haven't they? Mickey is our current president at wow. the moment, and uh, he played for the team back in the 50s, in 1956, when we got to the Amateur Cup final at Wembley. Uh, he just missed out because he was on tour with the England cricket team in the West Indies. And he flew home just for the match and got there just late. Oh, um, and then Alex Stewart, he, he played for the, uh, for the team in the 80s. And he still turns out for our for our vet side really? as well. So oh, brilliant. I bet he's pretty fit, actually. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's still, he's still very fit, yeah. The, um, 
there's a couple of uh, cameos in there people may recognise. Tim Bickery pops up, doesn't he? Tim is interviewed. Tim's uh, there, absolutely. With us every week. Has he got Sugarloaf Mountain behind him? He normally does. Well, you know, I think he's sitting in the studio. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember, or in his, in his <laughs> armchair somewhere. And we pop up on it. As you say, you can film some stuff uh, at the start of all this. And it, it was Andy really giving you a great pep talk. <laughs> I'll say no more. People can watch it. But it's Andy's fantastic. I think you should have taken him over as a sports psychologist. I know. He could have made the difference for you. But I'll let you watch yeah. it and see our little cameo. <laughs> uh, if we made the final edit, oh, that'll dear. be out there. So what about the relationship since? Um, when was it you actually played that game we in? Was played, it 2016? No, we you? played the game in 2015. Right. And since then, um, the Corinthians have actually done a deal with us where they now sell officially the club's shirt and other merchandise wow. on their website in their superstores in Brazil in Brazil the Corinthians have 250 official club shops in Sao Paulo wow. and, and the other cities and you can buy a Corinthian casual shirt there so they've, they've really gone out on a limb to, to try and help and support us so and that's made a big difference to you financially yeah it has I mean the royalties aren't, aren't yeah. incredible yeah. but um, hopefully we can build on it and it, it is an opportunity now with the film coming out where yeah, it's something where we can really now build and, and hopefully find some sort of financial stability because finding a sponsor is always tricky and we're still trying to find a sponsor for next year. Yeah. Um, BT Sport, who have been incredible, actually are our sponsors this year. Um, but, yeah, the fight will be who's our sponsor for next year. Yeah. yeah. So that's something. But the Corinthians have been amazing. They've, they've really helped us try and, try, and, try and find a solution to that problem. Are you still playing finally? I've I've just done uh, a knee ligament. Oh dear! I've got a bad back. I did my ankle, so I'm out. Done. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you were at, you, you you played. You had a little cameo in the in the game itself. I saw I you on the pitch at the end. Yeah, that was my last game, and I went on at nil nil, and yeah. I won't tell the score, but. No. Um, yeah, my contribution was yeah. Never mind. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I've I've given up. That was my last game. Oh wow, well, not a bad way to go out. Exactly. Really. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Good afternoon, Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Clips of the week to come, Todd Macklin. Uh, but before all of that, it's squad number nine with a week of sport on TV. Just you and me this afternoon, yes. by the look of it, Martin. What's happened to Andy? I don't know what, Andy's a spare chair, it's an empty chair. Oh, here yeah. he comes, thanks for popping in. <laughs> so what happens is he goes out and he gets chained to Adrian, he just loses all track of time. Jason, right. Adrian and Jason. Jason. Oh, Adrian Jason's and Jason. Out. I was just networking, love. Yeah, they just were moving the... Uh, anyway, Martin, lovely to see you. Yeah, that's valuable networking, that, with Jason. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the people you work with <laughs> most days. Um, so, um, what have you been watching this well, week? Well, before that, I've gone viral. Oh, have you? Yeah, I've gone viral. Uh, nothing to do with the internet. I've just gone You've got viral. a virus. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, seriously, I seriously have gone viral. Yeah. Andy was saying last week that uh, he enjoys the film club because when I do the overnights, yeah. I mm. do the film club. It's pretty. Yeah, I enjoy well, that. Well, yeah. uh, some guy called Chris Gorham on Radio Norwich uh, yeah. decided last night he'd do the Norwich City Film Club, but he tagged me into it because he, he put, with a tip of the hat to yeah. at Martin Kelly. Tip, <laughs> tip of the hat? <laughs> with a tip of the hat. Or just ripped off. Yeah, with a tip of the well, we always say that it's a yeah. tip of the hat, yeah. it's a tribute, yes. With a tip of the hat to at Martin Keller tonight, we're doing the Norwich City Film Club. I can't get on my Twitter because it's absolutely full with you know, every Norwich fan in the country. One flew over a cuckoo's nest, the, the fantastic Mr. Rule Fox, the Bowen collector, dances with Wolf's Wrinkle, the silence of the Lamberts. There's millions That's of them, brilliant. yes. They're all good. Is there bring me the head of Doug Livermore or something? They're all there. Who's gone with that? They're all there. You need one of those. If it's going to be a proper Martin yeah, Keller film, it'll yeah. be a bring me the head off. Tetty, 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 bang, bang. <laughs> I know. They're good. They're good. So they I, are I'm funny. Ne- never ashamed to rip off. No, the well done to him. Martin does those on his talk radio now, show every week. Before you get stuck into the meat of your thing. Oh, Martin. meat. There's yeah. no we've meat. Got, we've got There's to, no meat. It's all we've got to congratulate you because processed without spam. you... Who'd know about free sports? And they've come to the rescue of many, many yes. football fans this weekend. Well, they've come to your rescue. Well, they Andy. have. <laughs> but a lot of people, I guarantee they get a good audience for it. Uh, the, of uh, course, Super, Super Classico. Classico Derby. I, I do recommend you watch that one. Right. It's it's Boca Juniors versus, versus River Plate. River and it's on yeah. free sports tomorrow night live. Mm. So you can mm. watch it for now along with the um, yeah. sort of Latvian hat dancing that they often have on. two-legged thing? Two-legged. Two-legged. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, first yeah. leg. That's right. They've been plugging it. And I noticed actually that they showed the Bobby Moore, Matt. Lorenzo's excellent. Ah, that was last weekend. Go yeah. on. Over Sunday. to you then. Yeah. People, it, it's still available to download. Um, it's on the iPlayer. Really, do yourself a favour, watch it. It's, it's fantastic. fantastic. I watched it on it? a plane. I was like, I had to sort of cover up the fact I was crying. I by cried. The end. I, in your I did. And then, you know, you think, oh, I hope nobody's looking at me. I was like, yeah. tears yeah. coming out. Yeah. It's very rare I cry mm-hmm. at the cinema. The only films I cry at, you know, routinely is uh, It's a Wonderful Life, which obviously it's the yeah. law. You have to cry. Yeah, of course. That's that right. One. Yeah. You... Uh, and then a couple of others. But this one, not only did I cry, I recommended it to my daughter, who's now working for Sky. Yeah. Uh, and she cried. And, you you know, she wasn't around in 1966, yeah. you know, so um, fantastic. And I, I wasn't aware of it. It was done for the 50th anniversary of the 1966 World Cup win. Yeah. Uh, so it came out in 2016 mm. and was obviously shown then. And I think it got a very brief cinema release. Mm. Um, the only reason I was aware, because it was shown Sunday Tea Time, BBC Two. And the only reason I was aware it was when I went to West Ham against Burnley last weekend. Mm. And as yeah. we were leaving the ground, the announcer, who's not Jeremy Nicholas anymore, I'm not sure. No, it's it not. We no, know, doesn't know, yeah. yeah, I don't know who does it. Anyway, the voice of the Hammers mm. said, don't forget Matthew Lorenzo's brilliant documentary about uh, Bobby Moore is on TV tomorrow. Oh, excellent. 
And I hadn't never seen it, and I thought it was just sensational. The thing about it is they often say about food, don't they, the Italian, it's made with love. That, that's a documentary oh. by Matt Lorenzo, made well, with love. Really. Yeah. And, and the way Bobby was treated was pretty Oh, poor. it was pretty shame, shameful. shameful. Yeah, because this is what my daughter, obviously, now working for Sky... Um, I said, just watch how the FA treated... You know, when you think of, mm. you know, um, Maradona's been uh, been adopted as, a, as an ambassador by yeah. the Argentinians, Pelly by the Brazilians. Uh, I mean, the thing Pantini is, that we now realise that that doesn't... You know, the, the, these kind of great players of the past are, are treated differently now well, by the government. Wayne Rooney this week. Yeah, mm. so, I mean, I think yeah. uh, but it, if Bobby had still been alive, it would be different, you know, I think. Well, you'd very much hope so. Well, you talked to Jonathan Pierce so. at that time oh, when he was doing working on... A London radio station went on Capital Gold with Jonathan for years and this was a guy and I remember Harry Redknapp saying he saw him at a sort of South End game sitting there with a bag of chips about to do a commentary on a League Cup game and he was just thinking to him what's going on this bloke was the yeah. greatest player of his generation you know I have to say Jonathan Pierce was brilliant in this yeah, yes. he, he was of all they the... did great work he was, hmm. they were really good together oh, yeah, brilliant yeah, very good radio yeah. I, I presume comments. when Bobby Moore was snapped up by Capital Gold that would have been before Talk Sport was yeah on the because these days there is all, when you think of the media outlets now mm. um, a former sports and it's not like you know when an old cricketer leaves the crease yeah. from years ago. A, a former sportsman, there is always some sort of um, niche for them in the media, mm. but there wasn't for, for Bobby Moore apart no. from Capital Gold. It, and as you say, they did great work, and uh, yeah. Jonathan was was brilliant. I thought in the in the documentary. Absolutely. In fact, they were, you know, I, I, I read a review of it in, in the Guardian on the Guardian site. They do they've got a review when it came out, and they said. Well, the usual mixture, talking heads, archive footage, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't at all what like that. What a soulless that, review. That, if, if you feel well, that about that, I feel, sorry, into that, I feel yeah. sorry for you because it's yeah. very, very Well, that's three stars, The Guardian, 2016. Well, I say, as you just said, if, if, it, if it, it sort of it moved Martha, someone who had not invested in that yeah. era and never really knew And much. someone who's mm. at Sky, and you know yeah, the people yeah. at Sky have no emotion, they're emotionless. <laughs> <laughs> without <laughs> feelings <laughs> altogether. That's not <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. No, of course, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you won't find a bigger football romantic than Martin Tyler, anyway. No, so. that's absolutely true. Yeah. And I, I, what the thing I really liked about it is the way they knitted together different archives. So some of the 1966 World Archive had that weird commentary from the film Goal, you know, the, the yeah, official yeah. 1966 I that, film. Yeah. I like that documentary. Yes, it's got that. <laughs> and then they mixed that with the Wollstonehome stuff from yeah. uh, from the BBC, and I thought that was great. And yeah, go and check it out if you've not seen it. Oh, definitely, favor, definitely. Yeah. You know, if you don't want watch another football documentary this year. Yeah. Although um, we've actually talked about one earlier, so watch the watch Corinthian Casuals. Well. Oh, Corinthian Casuals. You only watch yeah. two. Watch yeah. Bobby Moore and watch <laughs> Corinthian <laughs> Casuals on tomorrow yeah. on BT. You've yeah. had some good stuff on the show today, I have to say, which is always a shame for me. Yeah. Always feel <laughs> it's a fact to was, follow. Yeah, but no, it's it's you'll still yeah, be in the podcast. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. worry. Always, <laughs> so people should go and find that on the iPad. Definitely. Lots of darts I've watched this week. And I always wonder, is because darts is a sport where you're not going to get injured playing darts. No, unless you stand in front of the dart. Not unless you stand at the wrong end, then you might. But you We never asked Russ that, we we should ask has Russ ever been hit with a dart Tony Green ever take one the ear or something or Ouch. a wayward one <laughs> yeah. I mean if Russ listens now and again says, yeah. if you're listening it's just all Tony let us know if you ever yeah. take the dart but I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just amazed at how much dart, you know I always say how much cricket there is yeah. now, obviously there's been loads of cricket uh, this week mm. and Talk Sport 2 have been covering it very yeah, well we certainly, yeah. yeah I think the thing about cricket fans is a lot of cricket fans 
don't mind that much if they don't watch it. You know, it's, it's, you've got to get up about four o'clock in the morning, haven't you, to watch it on Sky? Mm-hmm. Um, but people, I've noticed. I've just had my internet upgraded at home. Oh, okay. Uh, and it means that I can get on my smart TV. I can watch radio channels that that, um, oh, okay. that stream, you know, right, that sort yeah. of thing. Hmm. And I know there's a there's a cricket thing, and you just get a few people sitting around, clearly watching the cricket on Sky, talking about it. Right. A bit like you and Andy do occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and but cricket fans almost seem to be unlike any other sport. They're happy. To sit there, tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, people used yeah, to. I prefer ball by ball commentary on Talksport too. Yeah, right? that's, yeah, well, that's obviously where I do. obviously would head most people at this do. stage. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but people used to follow it on CFAX, didn't they? People would wouldn't yes. just watch CFAX. Yeah, we've only county it. cricket. Watch, people yeah. will follow. You know, a lot of people will claim to be interested in county cricket who never go, but will look at the, you know, either the scores in the newspapers or online. You know, so it's that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the darts. Well, all I was going to say about the darts is I'm all, I'm shocked. I'm shocked how much darts there is. Okay. I mean, you don't know... Not as much tennis. You Tennis you can find on every channel most days as well. They love a bit of tennis. We, went, we, yeah. we got all four screens we got all, showing yeah. different tennis. One day tennis. all four, actually, all, I think we had about five screens going with different tennis matches, really. Yeah. None of them were of any great interest. No, but it is, so, fun, to me. It is fun watching <laughs> tennis on four different screens. And you wonder if one bloke hits it from one screen. <laughs> if he hits a wayward one. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's that would be fantastic, that screen to screen. It, yeah, yeah. It would. Um, yeah, because I was watching simultaneously the Darts World Series on ITV4. For, no idea how that how that ranks in the you know <laughs> yes. and then had the grand slam of darts on Sky simultaneously oh, really? wow. and I thought what should I watch the grand slam because darts is all hugely entertaining on the TV yeah um, what was the starriest that was the grand slam the starriest and have the bigger names well neither of them had huge names I mean right. I'd heard of them I'd yeah. heard of them but they, it wasn't um, it wasn't the Van Gerwens of this world wasn't he might have been in one of them but none of the two matches I was watching oh okay and, uh, but I flipped over from one to the other because it's always fun isn't it to yeah. see when, when, when somebody's left with a double 13 yeah and the first one oh, there's a marker dart and all that um, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> I just like the World Championships. I haven't got too much patience for the rest of it, really. Okay, well, the Premier League's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah great atmosphere. The, the Premier League of Darts. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, always good, yeah. isn't it? Because they go. I mean, now these they go around to Stoke on Trent. I went to one of those at Leeds um, O2 Direct uh, Arena. Well, they've changed, it's changed its name a few times from the it? Irish Centre. Yeah. <laughs> they used to do it at the Irish yeah, Centre in did. Leeds. Yeah, yeah. That was when, that's uh, an indoor league. Sid Woodell. Yeah, yeah that's right. Days. And Fred. Yeah. Truman, yeah. Oh, those were the days. I'll see Yeah. And um, the, the other thing I watched uh, was I'll Get This uh, in preparation for Harry Redknapp's appearance next week. Oh, right. It's, I don't know who's commissioning programmes at the BBC these days, mm. but it seems to me it's real back-of-the-envelope stuff. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, I'll Get This, five uh, celebrities yeah. uh, sit around a table eating uh, eating food. Right. Mm, that sounds so they, good. Yeah, I like it so far. They order a meal. Right, yeah. so five and they order a meal. Yeah. This week it was somebody called Rylan. Who I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, Rylan. Yeah, they're yeah. okay. You can tell us about Rylan I've got Clark two minutes, off yeah. the, uh, Quickly, off the yeah, Italian. Oh, you know radio. these people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Carol Vorderman, who I do know. Yeah. Uh, Ed Gamble uh, is a comedian. Yeah, yeah, Gamble, yeah. Yeah. Him, yeah. I have to check these out with my daughter. Okay. Uh, Ellie Taylor. Who's <laughs> yeah, a, she's done lots of telly, a comedian. All yeah. oh, right. Uh, and Anton Dubeck, who's one of the dancing yeah. people. Oh, yeah, Anton, so yeah. they all sit round mm. and they play stupid parlour games. Right. And at the end of it, whoever's got the fewest... Well, not like past the parcel. What, are they, what sort of things they play? Well, they play things with their phones, right? Right, So yeah. the first one I saw... 
I switched off after that. But the first one I saw, they uh, it was garbage. It really was. It was. You know, I think they've put that on so yeah. that anybody who's been watching Brendan O'Carroll's program thinks, well, you know, maybe Brendan O'Carroll's show is not so bad. But you say Harry Redknapp's in it next week. Next week it's Harry. So oh, I will come back with a full report of uh, Harry's appearance. We look on that. forward to that. But yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. Fantastic, Martin. You're on overnight. Overnight uh, talk prime, radio. Prime time in Vietnam. I'm <laughs> yeah. told. And okay. since we've gone back an hour, my Vietnam listeners said. I'm even more prime time. Really? They love you in Hanoi, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it called Hanoi? Yeah, well, yeah. they changed it. Is it one of those? Saigon? No, that's a different place. Saigon is Ho it's still, it's still Hanoi. Yeah, it's still yeah. Hanoi. Yeah. The, what was the yeah. North? It's, it's, Martin, don't do that. It's a minefield out there. I thought it was going to be taken off air. It's quite literally <laughs> I don't want to, I don't really don't, I don't want to destroy your, uh, I don't want to destroy your audience in, no. in Vietnam by yeah. saying the wrong place. Got one from Hong Kong this week as well. Yeah. Oh, really oh yeah. tremendous. There we are. That was this afternoon show. We're back uh, next week, uh, Monday at one. We've got the Harlem Globetrotters in. We've got Suggs coming in, uh, and we're having Rooney Day on I'd, Thursday. I love the Harlem Globetrotters do that thing in this in the studio where they throw a bucket of water over John. It's yeah, like but it's not water. It's yeah. just like bits of old paper. <laughs> well, we'll see if they'll do that for us. Uh, that's the okay. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks for downloading us. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.